RadioInfluence.com. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Hey, it's MJ, Froggy, and Fester, Episode 9 of the MJ Morning Show Podcast. We're dropping this on Tuesday, February 4th, 2020. And, of course, we are now weekly, every single Tuesday morning, a new MJ Morning Show Podcast. Fester, great to see you again. Froggy, great to see you again, guys. Thank you very much. Great to see you, too. We've got a lot of Super Bowl stuff to talk about, including the egg test. I thought I would start with an email because this kind of sets things up. I got an email, and of course, folks, we love getting your email. We're getting tons of response. MJ at MJMorningShow.com. If you want to drop us a note, MJ at MJMorningShow.com is the email address. And of course, MJMorningShow.com is the website to get to all the platforms and all the episodes of the podcast. And also, right here at the beginning of the show, I just want to mention, spread the word. You know, we're doing some advertising. We did some radio advertising. We're going to do some billboards. I've got some street team guerrilla marketing coming up. we we got a lot of promotion coming up for the MJ Morning Show podcast here. The best, though, is word of mouth. So... If you are an MJ Morning Show podcast listener in the Tampa Bay area, St. Louis, Jacksonville, wherever the hell you happen to be listening to this, you know, former residents of those cities that are now spread across the country, spread the word. If you could just tell like 800 people. So everyone that listens to this, if you could tell 800 other people about the MJ Morning Show podcast, uh, we're going to get to our 7 million download per episode goal a little quicker. Wow. <laughs> no pressure. All kidding aside, word of mouth, please, if you love the MJ Morning Show podcast, you love the fact that we're back, please tell a whole bunch of people so we can get even more folks downloading the MJ Morning Show podcast, MJMorningShow.com. That's what you tell them. Go to MJMorningShow.com. You can listen directly off the website or all of the different buttons for all of the platforms, whether it's Apple, whether it's Google, whether it's iHeart, Stitcher, wherever. Uh, all the platforms are available to listen, download, subscribe, you know, the whole shebang here. Got an email at MJ at MJMorningShow.com. This is totally timely. It's perfect. Got this three days ago. Hey, guys, love the podcast. Love that you guys are back. You left a total void in my morning show listening habits. And she writes, you guys should have done the Super Bowl egg test this year. Blah, blah, blah. This came from Lindsay, L-Y-N-S-I-E. Oh, Lindsay. I hate people who spell their name weird like that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that egg test thing. Dude. Guess what? And Lindsay, I did the egg test on the Schnitt Show. And, of course, those listening to the podcast, the Schnitt Show is still on every single day, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. If you want to listen live, if you're in the Tampa market, you can go to 1250 AM WHNZ because that's where the show runs live after the news at the top of the hour, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. So if like iHeart app, you can go to WHNZ and listen live, you know, 3 to 6 p.m., wherever you are. Go to the iHeart app and just type in WHNZ, and you can listen to the show live. Or if you go to schnittshow.com, all the ways to listen live, we podcast that 
show every single night, all three hours. Lindsay, thanks for the email, but if you listen to the Schnitt Show, this, there's a rhyme and a reason and a point here, guys. If you listen to the Schnitt Show on Friday, we did the Super Bowl egg test. You know, we've pretty much done it every single year since the MJ Morning Show ended uh, a little over what? Oh, geez, it's almost eight years now, right? Yeah, you kept, you kept that going? Crap. Wow. So, Lindsay and everyone else, I did the Super Bowl egg test on Friday before the Super Bowl on the Schnitt Show. I've got the audio queued up, and I want you to hear this, folks. Listen to what transpired. Uh, how much time has elapsed? Uh, about a minute and a half. Okay. All right. So, we're getting close we're at to... We're 433. Oh, oh, there we go. Stop it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we if you heard the pop, we had an explosion. We have a definitive answer. Ladies and gentlemen, I am looking inside the microwave right now. You heard the pop. That was one of the eggs exploding. We have one egg destroyed. The other egg is standing proudly. Ladies and gentlemen, the egg that exploded was... The San Francisco 49ers, that means the Kansas City Chiefs will win Super Bowl 54 if history and the accuracy of this test has anything to say about it. Guys, we're back out live now. That was a, a, a replay <laughs> that's, that's taped from front. Amazing. What are you at? Amazing. I don't understand how that works. Amazing. So Every year it works. <laughs> It is insane. All kidding aside, we did it for years and years and years. MJ and BJ show, then the MJ show after BJ left in 01, and then I continued it on the Schnitt show. Guys, did it miss like one time? I mean, the accurate, I can't remember it ever missing. I don't think it ever missed in, a time, in the years that we did it. Guys, all I know is that it has been... <laughs> insanely accurate. I don't know what the hell it is. And, of course, we take two eggs. Whoever's in the Super Bowl, we print out little colored logos. We affix them to the eggs. We use little scotch tape, uh, you know, hubs from, you know, rolls of scotch tape. And the eggs sit in those. We put them in the middle of the microwave, and the little carousel spins around. We set the microwave to, like, five or six minutes. Usually eggs explode within, like, what, a minute 30 to two minutes is when they explode. And they and stink. They, it's sm always, they yeah, smell. Yeah, the microwave is ruined. So when that we have to throw the microwave out. <laughs> we, we, we do. But no, Froggy, you're right. What the hell is that all about with the Super Bowl egg test? As you just heard, it was it was right again. And folks were texting me. Folks were emailing me. Folks were sending me messages on Twitter. Oh, yeah, so much for your egg test. Because remember, in the fourth quarter with only, what, like six minutes or whatever, the 49ers were up by 10. Remember, the score was 20 to 10. And then suddenly, here comes the Chiefs. They turn on the heat, and they, they come back. They, they win the damn Super Bowl. 31 to 20, That's 11 great. points. I mean, unbelievable. The Super Bowl egg test. So, Lindsay, if you don't listen to the Schnitt Show, listen next year. and you'll Well, listen, hey, we can be back on the air every single uh, morning with the MJ Morning Show by next year, the way things could be going here, In folks. In podcast form. Well, or or other forms, Fester. Hey, let me ask you a question, MJ. <laughs> yeah. And I've always been yeah. meaning to ask you. What, what did you just dream up this egg thing someday? I mean, it's it's almost too perfect of a of a way to bet on something. I was wondering. I where, don't know where the hell it came. I got to be honest. I, I can't remember where the hell we got it, but I know we started doing it. It might have been. It wasn't the first year of the MJ and BJ show because we went on the air. 
uh, in early February of 94. I think we started it in 95. We did the first Super Bowl egg test in 1995, and every year uh, subsequently until 2012. So we did, we did, because we went off the air, what, February 18th, I think was our last show. So we did the Super Bowl egg test in 2012, and then I continued it on the Schnitt Show. I don't remember the origin. I don't remember the origin. Seen a video of anybody doing it? I've never seen anybody else doing that. You would think it'd be some. You know, viral. Sensation. No, we've been copied. We've been I've, uh, radio consultants that I know. They've taken our idea. They've given it to other morning really? shows. Okay. They, yeah, other shows have done it. But of course, we are the originators of the Super Bowl egg test, ladies and gentlemen. And Lindsay, the emailer, thank you so much for your email. Right on the freaking money. All right. Speaking of the Super Bowl, and of course, uh, it was Sunday a couple of days ago. Congratulations, Kansas City. I mean, listen, this is not a football or a sports podcast, but. I don't know who would bet against Kansas City. How many times did they come back? I mean, every like, playoff in, in the game. postseason, every every single one, every like, one of them, they were down yeah. big. I bet against them because I took fashion advice. I always bet on the cooler helmet, and I thought the Niners had the cooler helmet. No, 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 they don't. Okay, first of all, that gold helmet is pretty cool. I think it's pretty sweet. Now I have changed my betting philosophy to now vote or bet on the fatter coach. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I mean Belichick. Belichick, he's pretty fat. I've made some money right. off of him. It's almost as great well, as the egg test. Well, well, the coach, I thought it was the, the oatmeal guy, Wil- Wilford Brimley or whatever. I, <laughs> he's not far <laughs> off. Hey, you want to hear something amazing? This is phenomenal. Patrick Mahomes, first of all, youngest, I think, to ever win a Super Bowl as quarterback. Uh, youngest to, to get MVP, MVP in a Super yeah, Bowl. sure. Did you hear about his tweet from February of 2013? What did he say? No. This is amazing. He tweeted out at 6.19 p.m., February 6, 2013. Folks, that is seven years ago. He was in high school. He's either a junior or senior in high school. And he tweeted out. This is from Patrick Mahomes' official Twitter account. He tweeted out in 2013... I bet it feels amazing to be the quarterback who says, I'm going to Disney World after winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> is that not, is that, and of course, you know, he did the whole commercial. I've already seen the Disney commercial. You know, Patrick Mahomes, you just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do now? And he's like, I'm going to Disney World. Is that incredible? The guy tweets about it seven years ago in 2013 in high school. Good for him. Ah, whatever. Good for you. <laughs> you mean whatever. I Seven mean, years ago, I tweeted, man, I bet you I'm going to have sciatic pain by the time I'm in my mid-40s. And lo and behold, I have it. Hey, Froggy, you some bitch. Uh, I, I figure you for someone like this. Uh, what about the controversy about Jay-Z and Beyonce and Blue Ivy not standing up for the national anthem? Yeah, did you see what, that? They just sat you, down, buddy. What are they doing? Thoughts on that, Froggy? Well, they're making a statement is what they're doing. You think they were doing a Kaepernick-type deal? Is that it? Well, yeah, I, I heard Jay-Z was friends with Kaepernick, and he was behind his tryout and everything, so I'm sure he was doing a, making a stand. Whatever. But doesn't Jay-Z, uh, and you can look this up, I, I didn't have time to look it up, but doesn't Jay-Z have some kind of partnership or relationship with some NFL deal? I, I think he's making a lot of money tied to the NFL somehow. He is. He's making a lot of money all kinds of ways, but he has an affiliation with the NFL. He's friends with Kaepernick. He doesn't stand for the anthem. Good for I him. think when Jay Z's crapping on the turtlet, he's making a whole lot of money. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't matter what he's doing; the money's rolling in. But now, Froggy, I 
figure you for one that's just going to sit down and not because you're protesting, just because you're too lazy to get up. Oh, I'll, I'll sit down. <laughs> you know when they genuflect at church? I don't. I don't do it. I sit like a lazy man. Never, never. Will when they I. what? You know. You know what a genuflection is? What the hell's that? It's when you kneel at church. I can't do it. I don't do it. That, that's called genuflection. Yeah. Don't you know? Well, he was an altar boy. I was an altar boy for 10 years. <laughs> he knows, years, so. MJ. I'll take it from him. No, I'm yeah, lazy. Anyway, I won't stand you know, A lot of folks are ticked off. You know, TMZ was all over this thing, and you know, a lot of folks are angry that Jay-Z, Beyonce, and their kid, Blue Ivy, sat. They didn't stand up during the—everyone knows to stand up during the national anthem. Me and Fesher were at Monster Jam the other day, and they were doing the national anthem, and he was getting a hot dog and chili during it, so— What did I do, though? What did I do? I stopped, and I held my hot dog. <laughs> We were, we were getting hot dogs. The lady comes on. Oh, sorry. And I'm like, I had to stand there with my little plate and like two wieners. And one of them covered in cheddar cheese and chili. And I'm like, my arm's hurting. He's like, yeah, but I got to be honest. That Monster Jam is fantastic. It's the I, you best. know, I was never into the whole monster truck scene. And I think it might have been your wife, Froggy. Mm-hmm. Uh, wife now. I don't know if she was your wife back then. But she was like, hey, MJ, we want you to do a promotion at Monster Jam. You can bring the kids along. And my kids were, were young, you know, Chloe and Julian. And, you know, I was like a little apprehensive. Or I'm not, and then when I was at my first Monster Jam years ago at uh, Ray J., I mean, it took me like 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. It's pretty and awesome. I, I look forward to Monster Jam every single year. Love the thing. Didn't have a chance to travel and didn't have a chance to make it this past weekend. But I love Monster Jam. I heard you guys ran into uh, Cowhead or now, of course, uh, Mike Calta from the Mike Calta Radio show. I think it's a long A. By I think the way. it's Kelta. It was Kelta. Yeah, Kelta. Yeah, no, it's Kelta. Mike Kelta. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mike. Listen, I know that I've known him for years. I yes. know, I knew him when he was an intern back at uh, Gandhi. It's a long A on Mike Kelta's show. But we saw him at the uh, at the Monster Jam. It was good to catch up with him for a couple of seconds. He was there with his family, so it was that's real. That's right. I was I, I was close to being blacked out, drunk. But that's right. We did see him. We did see him. Are you just remembering you ran into Mike Calta? That's right. It just came back to me. So did you ask Mike Calta if he wants to show up on the MJ Morning Show podcast fest? Briefly. That's kind of like you. In the couple of seconds that we talked, he said, hey, how the podcast is going well. I said, yeah. And then I said, hey, listen, we'd love to have you on maybe in a couple of uh, a couple of more weeks. Maybe we have a little get together. And he's like, just give me a call. He's a good guy. Listen, he was always pretty good to the MJ Morning Show. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to have, you know, we, we were in Japan together. I mean, we didn't go on vacation together. But, but last summer, both of our families were on vacation in Japan at the exact same time. We were in different parts of the country. You know, I, I never ran into him, but we were like texting and, and tweeting and, and Instagramming back and forth like the whole time. So, and I kind of reconnected uh, with uh, Mike Kelta. with. The, the, the Calta, formerly known as uh, Cowhead. All right, but I, I'd love to have him on the show. And uh, Fester, seriously, he said he'd come on, right? He said he'd come on. I'm sure there's a couple of subject matters that we could uh, <laughs> talk about for a little while. He tweeted when you first announced the show was coming out that he wanted to be on it. So I'm pretty sure he would be. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We will have uh, spread the word, folks. We'll have Mike Calta on the MJ Morning Show podcast sometime in the future. Uh, anyway, back to the Super Bowl for a minute. Uh, Shakira, the halftime show. Mm. Froggy, I, I know that you're still drooling from Shakira. Is that correct? I have been a Shakira fan 
f- for the She Wolf for years. I mean, she is something else. I mean, you saw it last night. It was such a hot halftime show. I almost like felt guilty watching it next to my wife. I'm oh, like, what a weenie! I'm like, honey, go make a sandwich or something. Let me watch this alone, <laughs> will you? Folks were being driven crazy when she did the tongue thing. Did you see oh, that? Yeah. The- Including me. <laughs> for all you would like to espouse for you know, for a few minutes on Shakira and her tongue thing. Listen, it's hard to blow J-Lo out of the water, man. I think she did. I think she was fantastic. And her hips do not lie. That's a fact. Well, here's the audio of the tongue thing. <laughs> And of course, somebody did a YouTube video like 10 hours straight of this. Oh. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll fall asleep to it tonight. Right now. <laughs> Private parts are moving right now. Oh. <laughs> All right, we stop. No, she's great. So here's Shakira. And, you know, does that sound familiar to you? That does that sound at all familiar? It sounds like Yoko Ono to me. Ooh. Hey, should I just leave this up for 10 minutes? Do it. Did we have to get the written consent of Major League uh, Baseball for this or, baseball, or the NFL? Not baseball, probably football. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, the, the written consent of Major League Baseball or uh, the NFL football, blah, blah, blah. We have uh, the consent of Shakira's tongue. That's all we Very need. good. Mm-hmm. No, that's called ululation. That's like a Middle Eastern thing. Uh, Arabs in the Middle East, like at weddings and celebrations, they make that noise. It's called ululation. At least that's what we call it in English. And there's a... Hold on, I got it right here. There's Only a you would know that. You don't have to waste <laughs> much more mean? time going into that. I, I take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, we believe you. you. Yes. No need to go further. Nobody's yeah. listening to the podcast like, that son of a bitch is wrong. Ululation. <laughs> it's, uh, traditionally, it's called Zagruta. Z a g h r o u t a. In English, we call it ululation, and it's that tongue thing, and it's like an Arab deal. And I don't know if you knew this, but Shakira's father is of Lebanese descent. I don't know if Lebanese Muslims and Lebanese Christians, because you know you got different factions. Obviously, I don't know if that's like exclusive to one of the the religious sides there. But uh, was that what judging, Shakira was doing? Judging by her outfit, I would bet it's not the Muslim. I'm just saying. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, did you see during the halftime show, some folks thought that the kids inside those illuminated orbs, they thought that that was a dig at Trump about putting kids from Mexico crossing the border in cages. Yeah, I didn't feel that way at all. Now, if they would have ripped J-Lo's kids out of her hands when they went to hug, that would have been a little bit more direct. Who was thinking of Trump when Shakira and J-Lo <laughs> are shaking their derrieres in such a beautiful fashion? I mean, what is hey, going speaking on? Of, speaking of shaking derrieres, I mean, when I hear someone's an Instagram influencer or an Instagram model, it's like, give me a freaking break. What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm an Instagram model. Yeah, and they make a bunch of money doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, how much money did you make as an Instagram model? Listen, I don't know. You got like 10 million followers, and then, uh, you know, uh, a sunglass place is like, here, talk about my sunglasses. Oh, hold and on. I'll give what, you, what you, a, you know, money, right? Isn't that how it works? Probably a lot like radio guys. There's a right. lot of them making next to nothing, and there's a couple of them making a crap load. This streaker, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a streaker that attempted to get onto the field, and I guess she's been identified as Instagram model Kelly K. Yeah, she was good looking. Oh, I watch it? her. I watch her on Twitch. No, you don't really? Uh, yeah, I do. 
Holy, really? I mean, I don't. <laughs> she said that. Is she like an adult model? <laughs> Wait, she's does, hot, your, dude. does your wife not know about this? No, she doesn't know So <laughs> Kim's going to find out that you watch Kelly K on Twitch TV uh, she by pops, listening to the podcast? She pops up on my homepage sometime, like Amaranth and Moxie Marie and uh, Vixen and these other guys I'm showing Fester right now. Oh, my so. gosh. Look at all these hot women you have on Instagram. Are you serious? What are you it's doing? It's not Instagram. It's Twitch. Whatever it's that Twitch. is. They, they you broadcast. got a wife and kids and you got a whole... Mike, look, Froggy, show me his phone now. Look at this. It's Twitch. It's broadcast for entertainment. What are you talking that. about? I'm not doing it. You know, you watch him eat breakfast. It's entertaining. Well, listen, the deal is uh, if we go daily with the MJ Morning Show uh, podcast, I'm thinking about doing Twitch. We'll probably put it on Twitch so people can watch uh, on those types of applications as well. Anyway, this Kelly K, obviously this is some attempt to you know get press coverage here. Obviously. But this Kelly K, she ran onto the field. So just after, I mean, literally moments after the Chiefs beat the 49ers, she attempts to run on the field and she's tackled by Super Bowl security as she's trying to peel her clothes off. Mm. So she's trying to <laughs> streak. She's trying to take her clothes off and streak during the Super Bowl, she was tackled, and as she was being dragged away, she was still trying to take her clothes off and get naked while she's being dragged off by Super Bowl security. Hey, a for effort. Good for her. Did she have, like, a sponsorship, like, on her back? A friend of this Kelly Kay and a fellow, I guess, Instagram model, Colleen McGinnis, she put a video up on social media saying that she was doing a great job and, and wrote, you go, bitch, look at that ass. Yes. Uh, you go, babe, I love you. Now, was it and babe a, or bitch? Uh, we have babe and bitch. Oh. Both are in there. Okay. And then McGinnis's post apparently suggests that she was somehow tied to vi- vitally uncensored what what the hell is that? What is vitally what is uncensored? vitally un? What is that? It sounds like a church group. They <laughs> all get together and pray. Is this the girl that did it at the baseball game? Because she was an Instagram influencer and she took her top down. Remember that? It was two girls. Well, at the World Series, Julia Rose That's and Lauren Summer. Yeah. Th- those are the two girls that flash the cameras behind home plate. Yeah. So uh, that, that yeah. there you go. They, then she got paid for it. She's brilliant. So that must be what the story was there. Vitality. What what do they do? Vitally uncensored. What is that? They get hot girls to flash on TV and pay them, and then people go to their website. Fester, get naked. I'm going to go to their website. (laughs) Can you imagine? They'll pay Fester not to take his clothes off. MJMorningShow.com, a podcast on your your stomach. That'd be great. (laughs) Hey, and just wrapping up the Super Bowl chatter here, commercials, uh, I saw... That Bill Murray Jeep commercial, and I said right away, man, that is fantastic. And I said to Michelle while we're watching, how the hell did they get Bill Murray to do a commercial, number one, a Super Bowl commercial, number two, and do a a Jeep Super Bowl commercial? You can't get a hold of Bill Murray. I've read stories that, like, Bill Murray does not have email. Bill Murray does not have an agent. It's not like he can call some Hollywood uh, skeezy agent. Hey, get me Bill Murray for this commercial. I even heard that Bill Murray doesn't have a cell phone. And there were rumors that he has an 800 number, like 800 blah, blah, blah. And and he's got a voicemail. And you leave a message. If he calls you back, he calls you back. If not, 
Yeah. It's like supposedly impossible to get a hold of Bill Murray. And here he is in this Jeep commercial doing a you know a, a reboot on Groundhog Day. Which you know, was the movie. great. They had all the actors there, the original Ned was guy. That, that, that's Ned, right? Ned? That's the same one? Yeah. Or was it like a digital? No, that was him. No, it's incredible. Here, listen. So changes. There's the okay, Sonny and Bono. Right and shine, it's Groundhog Day. And don't Bruno. forget your booties because it's cold out there today. Phil? Hey, Phil! No, not you. It's me, man! Ryerson! Okay, little fella. Good job. That's different. Good job. And then what's different is parked in the street is this Jeep Rubicon. And, you know, he's like, oh, that's different. It's and the then truck version, wasn't it? It keeps repeating over and over again. And each day he's taking the Jeep out for a new adventure. That's brilliant. And that, you know, that spot was number one. It was my favorite commercial. I said, man, that is fantastic. And it was actually number one with the USA Today ad meter with like a 7.1 or something. Yeah, it was a great one. I, I enjoyed the Snickers commercial where they had to feed the crazy earth. I didn't see you that like, I don't know if that, that wasn't in the top. I've got the top 10 here. Hold on a minute. The Jeep commercial pulled a 7.01 is what it pulled for number one. All right, so number one was Groundhog Day. Number two was Smart Pack. That was the Hyundai commercial. Yeah, that was funny. That was the guy from the Office and the what's the 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 movie with the horror movie he's doing now. The he's doing a, he's 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 the new Jack Ryan on. A, well, yeah, he's Jack Ryan on Amazon, but he's also he produced and was starred in that that horror movie where you can't make noise. That the don't the make aliens, a sound or something. Whatever the hell it is, yeah. and there's like part two coming out. So he was in Smart Pack. And uh, also, who's the, the the girl from Saturday Night Live uh, from years Amy ago? Polar, right? No, 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 no. Debbie, Debbie Ra- Downer. That, oh, uh, Rachel, Rachel Dratch. Right. Rachel Dratch was in the commercial. Number three was Loretta. That was kind of the tear jerking uh, Alzheimer's uh, commercial for Google, oh, where the great. the older guy was trying to get the old memories of his uh, deceased wife. Nobody wants to be depressed was, on Super Bowl. The Groundhog Spot. That was a was that a minute. Yeah, it was over 60 seconds. So, yeah, so that's over 10 million bucks because it was like 5.6 million for 30 seconds. So that was over 10. And the Google ad was a minute and a half. So they spent, what, 17 million bucks on that one. What? Oh, my. How much do you think Bill Murray got paid? That's a good question. Uh, he must have been paid a fortune for that. For him to get out of bed yeah. uh, and literally get out of bed in the commercial at 6 o'clock. <laughs> uh, then, number four, the Dorito spot, the Cool Ranch. What's that guy's name? Sam, uh, you know, the, uh, Sam the guy that talks. Sam Elliott. Sam, Sam Elliott, the guy that talks like this. Sam Elliott was in that. With little knives. That was, uh, and his big, uh, you know, John Bolton-looking uh, mustache. <laughs> the Doritos Cool Ranch commercial with him, that was number four. Number five was uh, Comfortable. That was great. What's that guy's name? Jason Momoa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, also a great commercial where he starts peeling off his, his arms, his giant arms, and he's like some <laughs> scrawny little guy underneath. That was pretty good. Then the Super Bowl next 100 was number six. Uh, the Alexa thing with Ellen DeGeneres and uh, what Portia de Rossi was number seven. That was his, never that's quit. her girlfriend. Yeah, Portia. I think are they married? Holy, I think are they married? It's hot, man. She's oh yeah, they're yeah they're doing it. Which one's the uh, guy? Then, <laughs> number eight was the Kia commercial. Uh, Tough never quits. Number nine, Microsoft be the one. And number ten was uh, MC Hammer back with can't touch this with the orange <laughs> Cheetos fingers. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah. It's called Cheetle. So, it has a name. Yeah. It is Cheetle. Yeah, Cheetle is is the dust. They, they've named the dust. Che- did we talk about that? 
No, but how they don't have Don Cheadle as the spokesman and beyond me. Beyond <laughs> You're me. right, <laughs> Cheadle. Because you know what I talked about that on the Schnitt show. Uh, is that. is is it, what I talked. It happened about. in the last eight years. So no, MJ, we didn't get together to talk about it. <laughs> MJ, I have a special surprise for you. A special guest. Oh God. All right. And who might the special guest be? How would you like to talk to Meredith? I'd love to talk to Meredith. Wow, yeah. Yeah, I talked to her today. Let's get her on the line. All right, dial up Meredith. Is this Meredith? Yes, it is. Hello. Meredith, it's MJ and Froggy and Fester and... I guess it's about time we had you on the new MJ Morning Show podcast. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I've heard a lot of good things, and I've also listened myself. Well, that is fantastic. Folks, we got to point out that Meredith is now a big, huge star on, uh, oh, now, what is the name? <laughs> is it the, the Orlando? What do you guys call that morning show? Uh, it's Orlando and the Freak Show on Wild 94.1. Fantastic. So, Meredith, let's just go back in time, and we we plucked you out of little Jacksonville, Florida, and you were, uh, what, like an intern at, at Kiss in Jacksonville. What did you learn from the MJ Morning Show that has allowed you to go on and, and join another successful morning show after the MJ Morning Show ended? Oh, I mean, I learned uh, a million things, not only how to be an additional character on air, but how to produce and how to cut up audio, how to um, sort out commercials and, and deal with management. I mean, I learned a lot with the MJ Morning Show. It was a fantastic learning experience, and I wouldn't take it back for anything in the entire world. All right. So what you're telling me essentially is that Orlando really ought to call me up and personally thank me for uh, <laughs> making you the awesome radio personality that you are today. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, but yeah, it definitely helped me become who I am today. That's for sure. It kind of built a certain foundation, you could say. Hey, Meredith, if you want to hear something, and if you want to give Orlando some crap on this, do you know that I was at dinner with a whole table? This is years ago. This might have been... 12 years ago, I was at dinner with Michelle and the DeBartolos. Seriously, yeah. I, was, I was at dinner with the, the DeBartolos, and we were at Donatello, the right. uh, nice Italian restaurant on Dale Mabry, and Orlando was sitting a couple of tables over. Do you know what Orlando did that evening? Mm-mm. No, what happened? Tell me all about it. He picked up the check for the entire table. He, and, you know, if anyone doesn't need to have their check picked up, it would be the DeBartolos. Okay, so he's <laughs> <laughs> a good guy. Well, that's very nice and and generous of him to do that. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool that he did that. I mean, especially because I'm I'm sure you still enjoy the wine that they offer there and the delicious food. It's, but that's not a cheap tap to pick up. We had wine. We had uh, well, so it was Michelle, me. I think it was six of us all together. I mean, the check must have been, I don't know, $500 or whatever. Anyway, Orlando picked up the tab years ago. I, I never got a chance to reciprocate and, and buy him dinner anywhere. But if you want, you could, you could bring it up. Tell Orlando if he ever wants to go to PDQ, he can have whatever he wants off the menu <laughs> on MJ. You got coupons, Fester? Are you sharing? <laughs> yeah, I'll share. 
You know, listen, I've got a bunch of uh, free chicken sandwich uh, PDQ coupons in my wallet. I, I carry them everywhere. And and full disclosure, <laughs> uh, I've been an investor in the PDQ. Amazing chicken experience uh, for some time now, of course. PDQ is the best chicken sandwich in America. Meredith, let's talk about it the is. big news, though. You have a baby girl. <laughs> I do. Yes. Um, I was just playing mommy just now and we just had bath time and she's almost ready for bed. So yeah, that's been completely life changing for me. And I am almost six months pregnant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a bit. So you have baby. How old is baby number one? Baby number one is three and uh, the unborn child is almost six months in my belly. Oh my God. Meredith, Congratulations, where? Meredith. Wow, where has the time gone? So you're going to have a second baby. Now, uh, forgive me, uh, I, I remember you were dating some firefighter guy. You went out with Anthony Sullivan a couple of times, and I'm going through the MJ Morning Show hard drive. Now, this is incredible. When we ended the MJ Morning Show, uh, the folks at Clear Channel, were they still Clear Channel back then before iHeart? Anyway, yes. they gave me a hard drive, like two terabytes of Ooh. like every single morning show bit for like five or seven years. I have, I have enough to put the MJ morning show on the air with material for like the next five years. It's unbelievable. And I'm, I'm slowly going through it and categorizing and all the bits that you were involved with. I mean, 10 minute, 12 minute, 15 minute segments, essentially every single best of. That we ever did for the 5 a.m. rebroadcast before we went live at 6 and all the vacation wow. stuff for like five or seven years. I have every single segment. It is incredible. And we, we talked a lot about your different dates and your different boyfriends. So back to my original question, who's the dude that's helping you make these babies? I forgot his name. <laughs> Uh, well, it's a different Anthony. Um, that he was actually the one I was dating by the time the MG Morning Show was done with. Um, he was actually working in the sales department at Clear Channel at the time. So uh, that is that is the certain gentleman that got down on one knee and proposed to me. So uh, oh, Anthony is my husband. We've been married for almost six years now, and yeah, we live in South Tampa and. Everything's going great. Growing family. Good for oh, you, Meredith. I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> uh, Meredith, you know, wow. I mean, again, we plucked you out of out of Jackson. So we're not only responsible for your amazing radio career, we're also responsible for your husband and your kids because us bringing you to Tampa caused all this to happen. Yes, all the chaos. <laughs> That's what happened. Your daughter is absolutely beautiful. I see pictures of her on Aww. Facebook, and she's just the cutest little girl. Yeah, that's because she looks like my husband and not like me. So was, <laughs> she doesn't look like that, you. All the work, and she looks nothing like me. So that was awesome. Meredith, do you mind me asking if you still have a certain installation from Dr. Adams? Of course, we did a lot of contesting over the years. Yes, that is a very good question. And the answer is absolutely. Not only do I see Dr. Adams maybe five, six times a year and go to dinner with him, um, but yes, those are installed. And after the second baby, I think we'll be upgrading those as well. So they will be new and improved even afterwards. So now doesn't Dr. Adams do like a booba palooza type thing on your morning show now? 
Yes, yes. Um, he, he he's had such success with giving away um, breast augmentations on air. Uh, he's continued it with our show, and it's been it's been fantastic. I mean, it's really life changing for as you already know, as all the guys in there already so, know. Wait, wait a minute! Not only, did I, not only did I hand Meredith to Orlando at at Wild ninety four point one. Also, he took our our breast Christmas ever. He took our booba palooza. Yeah, I don't think he took it. I think Dr. Adams actually called up the radio station. He was interested in doing something else with um, with a different demographic that can offer uh, different stuff for different women. So I thought like that was pretty story. cool. That's awesome. That's gotcha. awesome. Yeah. We had a great relationship with Dr. Adams. How many breast augmentations did we give out with Breast Christmas Ever and Booba Palooza? I mean, we did tummy tucks. We did butt. Li- I mean, we must have given out hundreds and hundreds of plastic surgeries from Dr. Adams. Easily, easily. Yeah. I mean, are you counting each breast implant or are you counting them as two? <laughs> just double the number. You're right, exactly. Meredith, it's great to have you on. We just wanted to have you on quickly for this episode. And do you mind in the future, uh, down the road, I don't know whether it's a month or so, but can you come into the studio when we record? Yeah, absolutely. Whenever I get an invite, I'd be more than happy to swing on by. Okay, I'll have Fester set it up. So we'll have uh, Meredith on again in a future episode live in studio. We could spend even more time with you, okay? That's fantastic. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you giving me a call. I love you, Meredith. Meredith, uh, you were great to work with. And, you know, as I listen back to some of the old bits on this hard drive where I have, I again, thousands of hours of MJ Morning Show material, I might have taken you for granted a little bit because you did a wonderful job. Well, thank you very much. It's very sweet of you to say. All right, Meredith, we'll talk to you soon live in studio next time. Ah, awesome. Thank you, guys. Have a great evening. Right, bye, Mommy. I'm so proud of her. She's done so good. Uh, that's fantastic. Festa, what a great surprise for you to line up. Thank you. Well, you did something. Yeah, that's about all I'm going to do for this podcast for about another month. <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Gotta love this story. Michigan man peed off St. I'm sorry, folks. This is an actual headline from the Tampa Bay Times. How often do you see peed in a Tampa Bay Times headline? Not in the Tampa Bay Times terribly often. However, in some of the publications I read, it's quite frequently. I listen to this. I'm sorry. It's just cracking me up. Michigan man peed off St. Pete nightclub balcony, hitting women below. What the hell? Now, I'm not laughing at the the incident. I'm laughing at the fact that the Tampa Bay Times has peed in a headline in their newspaper and online on their website, tampabay.com. Oh, by the way, thanks to St. Pete Times. That piece, you know, the, the article on the MJ Morning Show podcast that ran, I think, on, what, January 8th online and uh, uh, and in the newspaper – Folks by the thousands have, like, reached out to us. I mean, incredible. Thanks again to the Tampa Bay Times for the story that that they wrote on us. A 20-year-old Michigan man was arrested early Saturday after police said he peed off a St. Petersburg nightclub balcony, hitting two women sitting on a bench below Jack Estes, Deborah Bander... What, what, are you what, are you at? what are you talking about? His name is Jack Estes. Come on, Jack Estes Deborah Bander. Please tell me his middle name begins with a T. 
<laughs> it's it's Estes is his middle name. Estes is it's, middle. it's Jack Estes or Estes. E S T E S. Let's go with Estes for the sake of Jack, the story. Jack T- Estes. <laughs> Jack T. Estes. And his last name is Deborah Bander. D E B R A B A N D E R. I've never heard of this name in my life. Was arrested on two misdemeanor charges of simple battery. The incident took place about 12:30 a.m. at the 261st nightclub located at 261st Avenue North. Uh, Deborah Bander was on the upper level balcony of the club overlooking the sidewalk. Police said when he stepped to the railing and started urinating onto the sidewalk below. Hey, two women sitting on a bench below were struck in the face. Ooh. The mouth. Oh. Head, hands, and arms with the defendant's urine as they looked up to see what was hitting them. Oh. An officer wrote in the arrest report. So when they look up with their mouths open, kind of like you know at the you know at the carnival where you have to use that water pistol to to inflate the balloon head. You know what I'm talking about? Direct shot, man. How do they not oh. just run away? How does instinct not tell you just get the hell out of there? I like, nope. Let's I, stop and turn around. I like how the story has to say that. You know, it starts off with their head getting wet, but they also tell you that their hands got peed on, too. Oh, That's my pretty obvious. God. <laughs> Officers noted that Deborah Bander, whose address is listed as East Lansing, Michigan, in the arrest report, was intoxicated and uncooperative. He was booked in the Pinellas County Jail, or for some, the Pinellas County Jail. Or in this case, re- the Penis County Jail. <laughs> and released at 6.47 a.m. on Saturday after posting a $1,000 bail. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? You're peed on. You look up, and it's peeing in your face. and you're, you're ma- oh My God. All right. So, so far, the only thing I've learned from this story is that I could pee off a building and hit people and get out on a $1,000 bail. <laughs> because that sounds like a deal. Well, first of all, don't stand there and look up. Just run. <laughs> Run. Just run forward. Go run. And then look up. So fast. That's the only thing you learned is is you can pee on people and and you're you're free on a well. Listen, you still got to go back to court. Potentially hit with you know greater charges. I would throw this guy's ass in jail. Everybody's I, peed off a balcony before. Yeah. I mean, what's the big deal? You just can't pee on anybody. I don't know if Michigan has urine extradition laws back to Florida. He might be in the clear. Oh my God, that is horrendous! And you know, Deborah Bander means Monsivas in Spanish. <laughs> we oh, God, don't say that. that. that Would you have to get Monsivas onto the podcast? I hate that name. Uh, I hate right. that guy. Fester. Before we started uh, recording uh, today's podcast. Fester ran into another one of the MJ Morning Show interns while you were pulling off your what your your drink racket. What were you doing? Okay, so right around the MJ Morning Show podcast studios here at Radio Influence is a Popeyes chicken. So I walk in there not to buy anything but to steal a cup of sweet iced tea. I don't even have a Popeyes cup. I just have my regular uh, Tervis tumbler, and I walk in there and I get Dude. my iced tea. <laughs> And I walk out, and you have to kind of do a quick walk back to the car when you steal drinks. You can't just lollygag about it. <laughs> and as I walk out of the Popeye's fried chicken, I hear, Fester? And I'm thinking, oh, crap. I turn around, and I'm like, uh, and I don't recognize the person instantly. I was like, uh, formerly? And she goes, well, I was formerly Elton John the intern. What? Who? And I still didn't remember her at that time. Her? But I, it was, okay. Her? Her name is Erin, uh, right? But I was refreshed. She looked 
She looked like Elton John, so I named Jesus her Elton Christ. John. The worst names for interns oh ever. Well, oh, she no, she was good. I remember Elton John the intern. And Fester also mentioned that Elton John the intern said what? She said that several years ago she was an Uber driver and she took one of your kids for a lift. Oh was it God. Lyft or Uber though? She worked for well, she worked for Uber go, and gave her kid your one of your a kids lift. a ride. Yeah, <laughs> gave my kids a ride. Yeah, Elton John was great. You know what? I, I'm telling you now, we got to do a whole intern show or maybe some of the more memorable interns. We we got to come up with a list. Who's got a list of all the interns? Yeah, hold on, write some of these down uh, because I, I'm going to forget these. R- write these down. Okay. Remember okay. Jub Jub. Remember Jub Jub the oh, intern. Elena, yeah. Elena Jub Jub. How about Snooky? Snooky the intern. Snooky. She's a teacher now somewhere. Who's the one that married the the big time major league baseball player? Oh yeah. Was it Jessica? One. Oh Albanian? Jessica the intern. Yes, Jessica the intern. To her. Yeah, All right, she was listen. Good. Yeah, she was great. Hey. We, had a, we had a lot of really. How about Dilbert and and uh, Unitard? Hey, Sid Unitard and Sidphilus. <laughs> Sid. <laughs> Sid. Sid lives up in Michigan now. Oh, wow. Uh, and he used Fester. to he got into radio. Who's the one that you saw who has like a YouTube channel with like millions of followers? One of our interns has a YouTube channel with millions of followers. Sam. Sam Crackliolo. Sam Crack. Sam is Crack. Is his uh, YouTube handle. And he has tens of thousands of YouTube followers. No, he has millions. Well, holy crap. We need to get him on so to promote the MJ Morning Show podcast. Also, my Farkin Schmidt podcast. He yes. has two million followers He's on YouTube. He's incredible. Oh, Are you serious? He does, like, car repair. He does car repairs. It's incredible. Uh, we gotta get mentioned on his uh, YouTube channel or whatever the hell. We, we, gotta, right? you, we, gotta, we gotta depend on an intern to get this thing out here? It's come full circle. <laughs> Listen, guess what? I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get the MJ Morning Show podcast and the Farkenschnitt podcast into as many ears as possible. Fester, stop putting a list together. We got to do a we got to do an intern podcast. Uh, Abs- I was absolutely. Off. He only has a million. I was off. Yeah. Oh, only a million. Only a million subscribers. <laughs> oh, jeez, holy crap! Screw Sam Crack. Yep. <laughs> let's get him on the phone. Good Let, for you, let's Sam. get him on the next podcast. All right. To wrap things up. Uh, here on this episode, Froggy, I've got one of your old Dementia Don phone calls queued up and ready to roll. Well, it's about time you get Don some love. Look at this. So, uh, Froggy did a character, Dementia Don, yes. and this was the episode. <laughs> do do that. Let me yes, hear that. Yes, it's me. I'm back, Dementia Don. Where am well, I? This is the call where you called Judith and Richard. Remember the bickering couple? Oh, my God. They were the best. I remember Judith and Richard. I don't know where the hell you found them, but they were unbelievable. I'll never tell. So this is where Dementia Don falls in the bathtub and then (laughs) pretends he's the neighbor of Judith and Richard. And this is a froggy phone-free classic. Listen to this. Hello? Yes, hello. Um, um, is this... Hello? Yes, it's because it's, um, is this because this is your neighbor, Donald? I've talked to you a few times Hello. before. Yes, yes, Donald, how are you? Well, I, I'm not very good. I mean, you can probably tell by my voice I'm very nervous and I need your assistance. I, I actually, I was taking a shower and uh, my grandson, Michael, sets up the shower for me. And then I was in the shower and he left and I fell and I need somebody to help me because I'm on the floor. 
of the bathtub okay, now. Okay, right, Donald, Donald, Donald. <laughs> yes. It's hard for me to hear you. That's right, because now, it's, think... it's because the water, um, the shower head is still going on me, and I've been down here okay. for about an hour and twenty minutes, and it's ice so cold the... water. Okay. All right, Donald. Hold on. You're on the floor. Did you fall? I fell in the bathtub. Yes. Okay. And I'm, I'm okay. okay. I just can't get up, and I have water running on me, and I'm getting pruny, and I, you know, uh -huh. just uh -huh. having cold water on me for an hour, and I just don't feel All right. good. All right. So um, I was just wondering if maybe you or your husband, uh, Richard, could come over and just sort of, um, just sort of help me get out of the tub. That's all I really need. Um, how about if I call, I'll, I'll call an ambulance for you? No. It sounds more like an emergency, Donald. No, no ambulances, because if they come over, you know, they'll find, well, you know about my grandson, and he has a couple of pot plants here, and I, if they come over, they'll just, oh, I'm afraid oh, he'll Donald, get arrested. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 honey, calm down, calm down. No, they won't do anything. They're just going to come and get you. If you're, listen, Donald, if you're on the ground like that, you need some medical attention. I'm going to call the... I'm going to call the... No, um, the, wait. Uh, please don't, please. My grandson will kill me. Can you please just let me talk to uh, your husband, Richard, and maybe he no. could just come over. I would hate for you to come over because you're a female no. and I'm an old man. You, oh, God. Donald, can you just hang on one second? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, uh, uh. I'll not again. I'm not. Uh, Richard! No. Richard, is this you? Please, I, I'm begging you. Donald, you know who this is, and we're not coming over there. Please! Is we're I, not coming uh, over uh, Richard, there. Richard, if you could just listen to me for a second. I have an emergency. I'm on the floor of my bathtub. I was explaining it to your wife, and I have cold water running on me, and I'm stuck here. I'm an old man, well, and I can't... Well, turn the faucet off, Donald. He can't, Richard. He can't ambulance. turn the water off. He's I told fallen, you. And he he says he's in the tub. He can reach the faucet. Anyone can reach a faucet in the tub if they're no, in the tub. No, the shower head is on, Richard. The, the shower, shower head, is head is on, and and it's falling, and I'm just very cold, Richard. Please, I'm begging you, just come over and just give me some assistance, and uh, and then we'll be done. I promise no, no, you. No, no, I'm not going into your bathroom. I just really need some assistance soon because I'm feeling lightheaded. Richard! I don't understand why you always have to call here. You're the only number that I know by heart. If it's you not just... our responsibility with this man. I want you to hang up, and we're going to call 911, and we're going to get an ambulance. Oh, I am not hanging up. I don't I feel so good. I hang up, Richard, right now. I... <laughs> Richard and Judith, I'd probably call them about 25 times. Poor, <laughs> poor people. Oh, man. Remember the very last crank call of the uh, MJ Morning Show podcast was you, it was requested a Richard and Judith, and I and I right. called them. I can't remember that one, though. No, I mean. Yes, I'm okay, though. Richard seemed quite familiar with Don. Yes. <laughs> As did Judith. <laughs> and the crazy thing about Richard and Judith, yes. they're probably both dead now. Oh, no. I'm well, just saying, they, they sounded like they were in their 70s. Jesus. No, they weren't that old, were they? I don't know. It sounded to me, I always pictured Richard as an older guy and Judith as a younger young lady, but I don't know. God. 
That guy's voice, uh, that Richard guy's voice, he had, I don't even, it was just I'm the not craziest. going to your bathroom, no. <laughs> it's it's exactly. so weird. <laughs> he sounded like some kind of 1940s radio announcer guy. <laughs> it's like Mr. <laughs> the guy from Seinfeld, almost. It's very odd. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Uh, Peterman? Uh, what was his? Peterman? Mr. Peterman. Yes. That's right, Elaine. Uh, Elaine, who uh, is going down on some trip on the Ganges River. Uh, Mr. Peterman from Seinfeld. Anyway, good stuff, Froggy. The hard drive that I have has, like, every single one of your crank calls. Of course, I've got all the crotchety old man calls from all the CDs we put out. But I've got every single one of your crank calls. The record store stoner, the skateboard shop guy, Maniac Marty radio shows. I've got everything which we could bring back these blasts from the past. Now, are we totally against doing new crank calls? Because I would love this to catch up with Richard and Judith, maybe. I would love to do some new stuff, and maybe uh, you call them as Dementia Don still alive all these years <laughs> later. <I'm> back! <laughs> back and better than ever! You can catch up with Richard at Most Holy Redeemer Cemetery. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. This has been a fun episode. This has been fantastic. Folks, would love to hear from you. MJ at MJMorningShow.com. Drop us email. You know, I had a whole pile of email here that I didn't even get to because we're running uh, out of time here. Uh, you know, they say that podcasts ought to be a certain time. You know, you don't want to go too long, too short. So I've got a whole pile of email, and we'll get to uh, email in the next podcast. But listen, I'm reading everything. I'm responding to as much as I can. If you haven't gotten a response yet, I will respond back to you. Email volume has been off the charts. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, emails, and I will get back to you. But we're reading every single one for ideas and content, and we're getting some some great ideas here. So uh, email us, mj at mjmorningshow.com. That's mj at mjmorningshow.com. Of course, spread the word. Tell everyone you know the MJ Morning Show is back as a podcast where weekly now, every single week, every Tuesday morning, a new episode, mjmorningshow.com for all the ways to listen, mjmorningshow.com, download, listen, subscribe on your favorite platform so you're alerted as soon as a new episode comes out. And guys, I think that's going to do it. Don't forget my Fark and Schnitt podcast. That's based on Fark, all the crazy morons in the news stories. That's weekly. And uh, of course, the Schnitt show is live. 3 to 6 p.m. All the details on how to listen, schnittshow.com. And uh, you can just go to iHeart and listen to WHNZ and listen to it live on the uh, iHeart app. Anything else, guys, before we roll out of here? No, great stuff, man. It was a fun episode. Good times. We'll see you next time for episode number 10. The MJ Morning Show. This is a Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Imagine this. 12 years ago, uh, your first major Food Network show, second major Food Network show, and you get on set and you're greeted by this woman who's got a tool belt on with brushes and tongs and knives and tweezers, and she just wants to talk to you first about what it is that you're going to be doing on the show, and then you watch her execute all this food, and you have this immediate comfort level that happens. That is Joanne Chinchuli, also known as Dirty Dishes JoJo. She's a culinary producer. She's a food stylist, and I'm glad that she's on my side. Welcome to Duffified Live 
Joanne Chinchuli. Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.